Welcome to the Head First Podcast. My name is Joe O'Brien and I'm a health psychologist in training. I'm the founder of Head First, so if you have any professional inquiries, you can contact me through my website, headfirst.ie, or through my Instagram, which is headfirstzero. I hope you enjoy the podcast. This week, I'm starting a little series where I'm going to take the best question that I receive from each week and turn it into a short podcast. Um, So one of the questions that I got this week on Instagram was around weight and binge eating. So some of the questions I get are really incredible. And I think it's about time to kind of give them the attention that they deserve and go into a bit more detail than I can on an Instagram story, for example. So... Like I said, this week, the question that I got was, it was more of a statement, but it was, I binge eat in response um, to weighing myself and it seems so backwards. So that was the question that I got. And I get it a lot. Um, the idea that, you know, this kind of complaint or this challenge that binge eating is getting in the way of weight loss or it's causing further weight gain. What can I do? The thing is, addressing binge eating and also focusing on weight loss or weight as the outcome goal is not necessarily helpful in addressing binge eating. So if you want to address binge eating, having a weight loss goal generally isn't part of the process. So often people will come into me and in session one, they'll say, I want to challenge binge eating or I want to you know, address emotional eating and lose weight. And I'll say to them, like, my service is to you know, address your relationship with food. And knowing that you have this relationship with food, I will say like weight loss, you know, won't be part of the process. This is not a weight management service if this is what you're presenting with. And there's a few reasons for that. And I wanted to outline that today. I can't kind of put into numbers the amount of people who come in and say, I want to lose weight and stop binging. It's really, really common. And what's interesting to me is that even just in the question that I got asked, the person said, it's so backwards. And that's really common. And what I take that to mean is that it's counterproductive. And it's counterproductive if someone's goal is weight loss. If someone had no interest in weight loss, or they had no importance placed on their weight, the binging might never be triggered by weight gain. Right, So gaining weight or losing weight or staying the same weight, if there's no real focus or value placed on that, it might never lead to binging in response to that. So that's one of the key reasons why having a weight loss goal and kind of binge eating treatments, I guess, just don't go together. And I'll kind of explain some of those reasons in more detail. So the first one that's kind of described in this question is when people respond to difficult emotions or difficult feelings with food or they place a high amount of value on their weight and that can trigger difficult feelings. So in that example, um, someone's happiness or someone's value is generally kind of tied to their weight in some way. When they are a lower weight or when they feel like they're a lower weight, they feel better when they gain weight, they feel unhappy or worried or anxious or some sort of, you know, challenging response. And when a lot of value is placed on our weight, that can happen, right? So we, if we care a lot about our weight, if it goes up, people might feel unhappy. If it goes down, people might, you know, 
be happier and you know there's a lot of value placed on that so people feel like i'm unhappy at this weight i'm happy at a lower weight and the problem with that is that if your happiness is dictated by your weight it's going to be very difficult to be happy why because it fluctuates right it fluctuates depending on 101 things so for people who come become like preoccupied with their weight or their appearance i've seen a lot that it it takes away from other things in life for example people will because they care so much about gaining weight or like they have maybe a fear of gaining weight or they don't want to gain weight they'll miss out on social occasions because of that worry maybe they might just internally just feel down in themselves because of weight they might take actions that compromise their health with something like severe restriction in response to their weight so when happiness is focused on weight it can take over some of those things that i guess cause more internal happiness like i mentioned the kind of connection side of things or the social occasions or you know the things that you actually want to do and it can hold people back from that and it fluctuates so day to day your if your happiness is dependent on that your weight will go up one day, it'll go down another, it'll go up, you know, after an evening, and it'll go down the next morning, you know, these things fluctuate. And if your happiness is dependent on that, it's going to be up and down constantly, right? So if our happiness or our value is tied to our weight, and we gain weight, it can cause distress. That emotional response, it only occurs to weight changes, because there's a value placed on weight. Unfortunately, some people who binge eat do so to comfort themselves from maybe difficult feelings or in response to difficult things. So if the thought that comes into your head is, oh no, I've gained weight, and the difficult feelings come with that, like feeling like a failure, feeling disappointed in yourself, or feeling anxious about, you know, gaining weight or being seen in public gaining weight, or you know, what your friends will think or your family. Some people's way of managing those feelings is to binge eat. And that obviously can perpetuate the whole cycle. Now, most people think that the answer to that is stop putting on weight. If you stop putting on weight, you won't feel negative things about yourself and you won't need to binge. But unfortunately, that's not the, that's not the answer a lot of the time. The answer is actually to detach yourself from the value that you place on your weight. So not have your happiness depending on your weight or your value depending on your weight. And what I mean by that is essentially we want to get to a place where someone's someone's value is not dictated by their weight. So the weight has no value. It's just neutral. So someone telling you your weight or you seeing your weight in the scales doesn't cause a positive or negative emotion. You know, it doesn't cause an emotional response. It's just neutral. And I'll give you an example um, that, that might help. If you tell someone they have blue eyes, and they do have blue eyes, and that doesn't bother them, they won't have an emotional response because they don't have any kind of emotional kind of value placed on it. It's totally neutral. If you tell someone that they are tall, and they are tall, and they don't have a problem with being tall, there won't be a big emotional response because they don't place value on that. But... If someone does tie an emotional weight to their height, right, 
they they might have an emotional response. Let's say someone was teased. They were maybe teased or bullied or called names for being tall. They might have really harmful experiences related to being tall. They might, you know, have an emotional kind of value on their height. And someone saying you're tall might actually lead to a difficult emotion coming up for them because they have a value or a kind of judgment based on their height. They have that connection made there. Okay, so it's not neutral to them. And that's the same with weight, right? We live in a society where people are laughed at and criticized for gaining weight or living in a bigger body. And we might learn both explicitly by, you know, real experiences that we've had or implicitly by the things we kind of see in the world or we experience that gaining weight is a bad thing or being of a higher weight is a bad thing. And we therefore we might learn to place a lot of value in our weight. What I think it's important to get to is a place where weight is neutral, where you can look at the scales, see your weight and not think anything of it, not have any kind of emotional response or value placed on it. For example, like the same as if I told you the color of your hair or the color of your eyes, right? Alternatively, to get to a place where you don't actually need to weigh yourself at all, that it's not even part of the conversation. Again, this neutral approach rather than trying to like love it or hate it like just if you don't place any value on it it won't cause an emotional response um and i actually i interviewed somebody on this podcast um a couple of months back um, who was struggling with anorexia and they said to me um that they don't want to they don't want to um you know they have experience of hating how they looked or hating their body and they said that they don't want to look in the mirror and start loving their body they just want it to be neutral they don't want any kind of value to be placed on it and it's similar with weight here one of the things that comes up a lot in clinic is the question why or like what are you getting why are you weighing yourself or what are you getting by weighing yourself what benefits is it bringing you and is it beneficial or is it harmful and honestly often it doesn't serve much of a purpose or often the kind of cons outweigh the pros so people will say you know i'm weighing myself because i need to make sure i'm doing the right things but we're able to do that by paying attention to our behavior right where we know if we're doing the right things or not because you know we're able to see that without having the scales to tell us the other ways or the other thing i hear a lot is i need to make sure i'm not gaining weight but you know people have no control over that and you know it's genetics and it's all these other different factors and it fluctuates and again if you engage in the the right behaviors you can pay attention to those things so again like the scales in these two scenarios it's not doing anything that we can't do for ourselves right i need to you know make sure i'm eating enough or i'm not eating enough or whatever we can kind of judge that for ourselves or with the support of a professional right and most often it's actually a safety net it's a way of externally validating that i'm doing the right thing or i'm doing okay so we use it as this safety net we use it as a a way of something telling us you're not doing that bad or you're doing okay the problem with using that as an external validator is that sometimes we do all of the right things and the weight doesn't change at all so we can be doing all the healthiest things in the world and we can be living like a perfect lifestyle right which doesn't exist but anyway um we can do all of that and nothing might change 
And think about what most people's response is in those scenarios. Like if you're not succeeding, if you're, if you haven't reached the goal you wanted to reach or nothing is changing, people will lose heart in general. Most people will lose heart if the thing that they're measuring isn't going in the direction that they wanted it to go. People might feel disappointed. They might want to give up or, you know, stop doing the things that they needed to do in order to make progress in the first place. And that's why it's a problem. You can do all the right things and the scale might not change and in turn triggers people to either feel internal distress, feel guilt, feel those difficult emotions or potentially give up. Personally, I think it's causing more harm than it is bringing value if that's the case. So ask yourself, what benefit am I actually getting from the scales or is it just a safety net that makes me feel secure? Because that's what it is a lot of the time. And a lot of people that I work with will um, kind of get to that place where they can see that sometimes it causes harm. Sometimes it causes them their motivation to go down or causes um, them to feel distressed or use food as a coping strategy in response to that. And those things are harmful. They're getting in the way. And even if you feel like it is bringing a benefit, ask yourself, well, what is the harm? How do you feel when you gain weight or you don't lose weight? And is that is your kind of happiness or your satisfaction or your value, is that tied to your weight? See, kind of, I guess weighing might reinforce the idea that our weight is our value. And that that kind of brings me on to the second piece that I want to speak about. So the first point is that if you binge in response to challenging emotions and the scales triggers some of those emotions, the answer is actually to detach your value from your weight or to challenge the idea that your weight is your value. One of the ways of doing that is to, is to stop weighing. Now it's not permanent, but it's a sign that your weight isn't something that you place value on. And I'll often say that to clients and they'll say, oh, you know, my weight isn't important. And then they'll go and step on the scales. And, and I liken this to like when somebody goes through a breakup and they say, oh, I'm over it. I don't care about them anymore. And they spend their days checking their ex's Instagram and their Facebook and all of the rest, like reading all the old conversations, right? So the words are right. The, the, the kind of words are there, but the behavior shows that you still care. Similar situation with weight. If you're saying, I don't care about my weight and still weighing yourself two or three or four times a day, um, you know, the words are there, but the behavior doesn't really match up with the words. So the second point is that having... The focus on weight or again like the link with with appearance the preoccupation with appearance let's say that leads to that can often lead to restriction and in turn that can lead to binging so i'll just explain this briefly from a very biological perspective our brains do their very best to keep us alive and protect us okay if think about if, if you really need you need to use the toilet and you haven't done so in a long period of time all you can think about is that if you really need sleep and you haven't slept well or you haven't slept for a long period of time, all you can think about is sleep. Similarly, if we haven't eaten in a while or we're not eating much or we're highly restricting or we're eliminating like entire food groups, our brains are going to think more about food. It's a natural response to restriction. So restriction can lead to binging, right? If we don't eat enough, our brains will think food is scarce. And that means it'll do our best to keep us alive, um, or it'll do its best to keep us alive, rather, and eat as much as it can. 
right? Smart brain. <laughs> well done, brain. Smart brain. If we hold the belief that we need to lose weight or we need to be smaller or we need to be lighter or that we need to look differently, that can lead us to manipulating our food intake or restricting our food intake and, you know, in an attempt to change our body. Now, when someone feels uncomfortable in their body, again, the common response for people is, I must change my body. However, this isn't usually helpful for a lot of reasons. One, like happiness or or feeling comfortable in your body is an internal state. Um, It happens with people who are, you know, in the lowest weight range. It happens with people who are in the highest. It happens with people who are in a normal weight range and everything in between. Like it literally happens to everyone and it's not related to like weight specifically right but also like genetics plays a huge role in appearance and there's often nothing we can do about it so striving to change something that's impossible will will often not end well right it's like it's like trying not to be taller or trying not to grow right for some people that's just the way it is and there's nothing you can kind of do about that but it's been sold to us by the diet industry and everybody else that everyone can manipulate their bodies um so when people feel uncomfortable know the diet industry kind of thrives off of that but also what i what i wanted to get to is that if we do our best to manipulate our bodies um, and that creates restriction again that can perpetuate or lead to or trigger binging or just thoughts about food or cravings or all of those different things so although that is one of the physical reasons why people binge right restriction is one of the physical reasons why people binge it also often stems from a psychological root so feeling uncomfortable in yourself or feeling uncomfortable about your body image leads to a physical behavior change and that can trigger binging so restriction is important to consider and that actually brings me on to the third point which is that For a lot of people, whether they lose weight or gain weight or stay the same weight, it promotes restriction regardless, right? And and hear me on this one. Um, If you have the belief that you need to lose weight, your focus is on weight loss, regardless of what the scale says, it can promote restriction. So scenario one, someone steps on the scales and they have lost weight. Now, because they have a value attached to that weight, they feel good, right? They get that good feeling from losing weight, and that involves being in a calorie deficit, which for a lot of people is often restrictive. It's eating less than you need to maintain, right? And it reinforces the idea that that's what I need to do. Therefore, the restriction continues, and it's validated by the scales. So basically, the scales is there as an external validator. It pats you on the back and says, you know, well done, keep up that restriction. So when people lose weight, again, perpetuates the issue, tells you, well done, keep up what you're doing, and what you're doing is restriction. Scenario two is someone steps on the scales and they either stay the same, they don't lose as much as they wanted, or even the weight increases. The response to this is often maybe being harsh or critical of yourself, that like, you know, that voice in your in your head that says, I'm a failure or I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing well. And that can lead to giving up completely or just like less motivation or further restriction. So if you feel bad or guilty about the weight that you are um, and you have that value, again, tied to your weight, you might feel bad if that's not where you wanted to go or what you wanted to be. 
Now, most people in response to that either feel bad about themselves or in order to not feel so bad about themselves, implement further restriction. That whole idea of I'll try harder tomorrow or I'll do more tomorrow. But unfortunately, trying harder for, for most people often means, you know, more kind of exercise or like further restriction. And again, these extreme measures lead to a higher chance of binging. So I think they're all important points to consider in that having a weight loss goal doesn't tend to align with addressing binge eating. They're just some of the, the thoughts of mine um, and some of the dangers of tying your weight to your value. Now, you might finish listening to this podcast and think, I want to stop tying my value and my happiness to my weight. And that's where a good, a well-qualified mental health professional comes in. They can be the people to kind of guide you and help you challenge those beliefs um, and make the kind of appropriate changes in a safe way. Um, and they can help you, I guess, help you or, or kind of support you in, in changing how you feel about your weight, um, moving kind of past either depending it depending on it as a safety net or as a way of feeling in control or maybe a way of validating yourself. Learning to do that for yourself is probably the best long-term strategy rather than relying on your weight. So I think even though the there's a, a physical reason for binging, it can often stem from psychological stuff in terms of the value we place on our weight and our internal feelings about ourselves and our bodies. And I think if that is the case, uh, a mental health professional will be the, the best person to kind of support you on that path. So I really hope that this has been helpful and insightful. Long story short, if you're wanting to address binge eating, having a focus on weight or weight loss can often make things worse rather than be helpful. And yeah, that's it for me. So I will see you next time.